and welcome back to Black Oak Hot Reviews. I'm your host. Hello all and welcome back to Black Oak Hot Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for the final episode of The Center, Season 3, Part 8. This episode was really good. Kind of caught me in the feels unexpectedly. Was not prepared to be shedding tears. <laughs> this episode was written by Derek Simmons and Piero S. Eberti, Eberti, and it was directed by Derek Simmons. Premiered three twenty-six of twenty, and I gave this episode a nine point three out of ten. Let's go ahead and jump directly into the recap. Jamie casually has breakfast after bludgeoning the police chief to death, taking pleasure in the sirens passing by. He is very impulsively evil this episode, at least the beginning of it. I think he is the the, (laughs) mostly the entire episode. Too bad his conscience decided to bury itself somewhere up his ass. And I had to watch probably one of my favorite characters in the center meet his maker. And it was really sad because... I still conclude that this is half Harry's fault. Ambrose takes the loss personally, of course, with the Vic remarking he is sorry. The captain intended Vic to take command, which is a shocker to me. And Harry puts in in a call to the police to put a bolo out on him. Both, they don't doubt that Jamie is involved, but they're not sure why he killed the cap. Harry knew it was revenge. I thought that would be pretty evident to everybody it was revenge. <laughs> he took it as a personal betrayal. Why would he not? It was even brought up in the court case that got dismissed. In the pocket of the captain is in, uh, in his pocket, in the captain's pocket, that's what I meant to say, is a note with his name on it. It's the game with four names scribbled in, and they are the closest people to Harry himself. Eli, Mel, Sonia, who he met yesterday, and the Captain Morris. That was his name, and he crossed his name out. Jamie is somewhere Eli is, turning off his phone, and Mel does not seem as concerned as I would be knowing a serial killer is coming for my child. Plus, her child hasn't texted her. I can't talk about it. Oh, hell no! I'm not sure why you can't give me information that's involving me at this stage. I don't give a fuck about your investigation. (laughs) You tell Sonya everything under the rainbow, but you can't tell your own child whose child is missing and it's your grandson. He calls Sonya, who asks all the questions instead of getting the fuck out of there why she's stuttering in incomprehension i she's like nora i don't like those two characters mel in new york city is at least getting a patrol and this woman has no tears with her son missing (laughs) she's not freaking out pacing frantic i i know what i would be doing and yet she's just like dad just you gotta you gotta read me in on this one. You know, I need to know what's going on. How about I'm an officer of the law? There's some fucking crazy person out there. I arrested them. They got off on a murder charge. And now they're out there. And they are taking it up upon me 
or they're taking it out on me as a personal vendetta. Sonia is still in the house because she's an idiot and mentally unstable herself. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you, Sonia? Tell me I just needed to find out. You know, I wanted to talk to you. You know, you have sparked a crisis with my painting as if that somehow excuses your idiotic behavior. She wants to discuss him because she thinks she can coax him from the dark side, have a new experience, but he admits his conscience no longer rules him and she should have left. Like, you wouldn't do this to me. Bitch, watch me. He attempted to kill her and I wish he had succeeded. He, of course, somehow escapes in the nick of time out the back door when all the officers storm, storm the house. They didn't fan out because I'm pretty sure he couldn't have gotten that far away. And I was like, nah, fuck her and her terror. You did that to yourself. She keeps admitting at the police station to Harry that she has this compulsion to do erratic and psychotic things like survive a knife attack because she thought her white privilege would and it kind of did because you special with that panic button must be nice to be booing up with an officer of the law <laughs> then she thinks she should give advice telling harry he should not confront him face to face because he's a man drowning jamie is and he will only take you with him thanks i'm glad you have a degree in psychology vic thinks he may be escaping with the rest of the police force but harry knows jamie is in dorchester because he wants to taunt harry torture him until he loses control and i don't know why you felt the need to keep that to yourself and here come the scene that kind of choked me all the way up like all the way up it would have been a little bit better if she had the baby but it was covid so i get it um <laughs> but he goes to see leela there's a cop still outside of her house because of the restraining order and then he goes to the back porch somehow <laughs> i didn't even care because leela is you know she's mourning the loss of her husband for the most part you know he's going down the road she can't help him with but she still loves him and i think because she knows and understands him even though he keeps saying no one understands i think to a certain extent she still was his saving grace and then them at the the window and he puts his you know his head down and he's basically saying i'm sorry i know i fucked up i know i'm never coming back but i i'm sorry i still love you and then his surprise when he sees that she's coming closer and then they do a little hand against the pain i started choking up because i could feel everything that was passing between them and i was really sad <laughs> then harry gets the phone call to meet at the house where he has eli he, of course he doesn't tell anyone and goes by himself he tries to make harry play the game at his house but harry refused to do so after he has the kids sit down and put headphones on eli asking no questions and for once a kid understands the, the enormity of the situation this ain't time for questions i'm just gonna follow what the adults say and hope i'm okay <laughs> and um harry says no i'm not gonna play the game i'm not gonna choose but if you kill him no one will understand you you're gonna be completely alone 
very telling that in this moment of panic that you have jamie pointing the gun at eli then there's a moment where he points it at himself like he puts the gun to his own forehead he's so confused about what to do because he's living off of emotion right now he's spiraled out of control he's angry he's betrayed he's mentally unwell and he's also depressive and he thinks that the only way is nick's way now that everything else has fallen apart in his life like he told uh sonia go back to what family go back to harry who fucking betrayed me like the only person that could understand me and could have helped me did it in a way that wasn't very helpful and i get what he was saying back and forth like you went to the edge and then you just went back to real life like wow <laughs> yes that's your job yes i understand why you did it on my end but to someone who's already that close to the edge pushing them closer and then leaving them to dangle there that's fucked up harry gets shot but eli gets away i'm not saying jamie's actions aren't fucked up too let's just make that clear i'm not excusing jamie's behavior i'm saying it escalated to a point that i believe was precipitated by harry's insistence that he was going to hurt someone else and maybe less of an understanding of and working with someone else too like there is a part that he just needed to understand what this thing was he had to get to the bottom of it the end of it he was curious about it and thus i still think that it, it pushed jamie way further than maybe it needed to go and i am by no means you know exonerating jamie and his actions i'm sure the morris guy had a family that's gonna be missing him he's out playing golf all i'm saying is you had an opportunity to get him some psychological help and he was in the room playing with the doctor and i don't think that was a good idea uh harry gets shot but eli gets away jamie catches up with harry in the woods but doesn't shoot him just beats him with a branch trying to elicit an I don't know a reaction an understanding he says he wants him to push him to that same edge that he is at but i feel like he succeeded back to his home harry retrieves the gun in his safe and when jamie returns he relinquishes his weapon tells him to get away from it he does the game is up despite earlier with uh sonia saying that he's not a good or he is a good person and he saying no i'm not a good person i've killed three people you can come back from this i think all of that was to say that if you choose there is a way to possibly come back from that there's a way to find some atonement and that is what upsets me because harry robs him of that in a moment of i don't know his own impulsive reaction actually so after he tells him look you have to come to terms with this thing inside of you and if it's not him it's going to be someone else that pushes you to this point and you're not going to be able to retrieve back into your cave and just when he's saying the next one and the next one harry just shoots him Bitch, what the fuck? What the fuck? 
I don't care how many movies we've seen. I don't care if you felt this was justified. It's for an officer of the law. This was this was murder. <laughs> uh, point blank, this was murder. He had no weapon. He wasn't attacking him. He was standing there. He should have called for backup. He should not have shot him. Then the whole next scene just fucked me up with Matt Bomer's Emmy winning acting. There's like 12 trucks outside and they're all just so ridiculously noisy as they're parking. I'm like, y'all wonder why you get pulled over by the police. Fix your fucking muffler. Anyhow, Harry had to watch that very damaged man child die who has a son who was terrified. He even said, you didn't have to shoot me. While I heartily agree that's kind of your fault for putting yourself in that situation. So I go back both ways. I know that what Harry did was murder. And I know that Jamie can't act like being shot is not something he uh, was or being murdered or killed. Whatever the case may be, that's something you were uh, courting, sir. But the fact that both men acted impulsively and had very... uh, life-altering consequences i think is something of note he was bleeding so much and he let him bleed for like he just went outside well he had to call the ambulance then he came back in he had to be asked he just sat down the ambulance is on his way but he couldn't face what he did like there was nothing but shame in harry's whole demeanor he stares at the dying man's imprint on his hand i saw that body bag and i wailed they ask you how you are you just have to say that you're fine when you're not really fine but you just can't get into it because they would never understand that whole scene between him and harry i was wailing too tears were coming down my eyeballs because he had to look that man in the eye and comfort him as he died and you the one to kill him some fucked up shit that's probably what nick was doing <laughs> and he actually already did it yeah actually now that i think about it that's exactly what he did to nick with jamie and now the cycle continues oh that is i really want to get into season four now i wonder if they gonna ponder on any of these activities because this is some life-changing shit he was the hero with the last two cases and this one mm, things got a little gray uh eli and mel are fine they're gonna meet him at the hospital but harry won't accept the job well done that Vic tells him he did he says no i made a mistake but vic's like yeah no one's gonna care and that's absolutely true no one's gonna care he took your children you did what you had to do but in reality um kind of that immorality part mm, say once you unleash the beast this is meaning harry's gonna be a lot more uh breaking the law <laughs> we leave our episode with sonia and harry he uh, is getting better. He's on crutches. He still gets to go to work. Sonia is deciding to help the widow. <laughs> and then she asks how was Jamie in the end because she can't stop thinking about him. And he says scared and then begins to cry. And that's how we end the episode. And this season. Still much better than the last season. And just kind of sad, you know? that jamie never got the help or the understanding that he actually needed 
And I think at some point he might have gotten that. And it's just really sad that he did not. Season four will not be on the calendar until I until it drops on Netflix. So when it does pop back on, definitely uh, check my social media for that posting. If you want to leave a comment, definitely do so below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. And until the next time, peace, hair grease, and black on magic.